0: The Movie Hour, episode 228, April 23rd, 2013. This episode definitely contains swearing and maybe a few spoilers. Enjoy the show, everyone. Alright, assholes, let me start this out right by welcoming our beautiful listeners to tonight's event. The Ben Kingsley Zizu Movie Hour. Greg Maloney is my name and hip-hop totally... Is my not going to rhyme? I am joined tonight by my co-host brother James and everyone's favorite Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen.
1: Hey, kids. I'm Jeff. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. No, just regular type. Oh Ja Jeffwa. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <All> right. <laughs> the guy that normally does the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh. To the door <laughs> We do we do have a fourth
0: here. Someone decided. Yeah, we just heard him ring the bell. Right. <laughs> Someone decided to invite himself over again. Welcome back, Josh.
2: What's going on?
0: Not much, man. Not much. I can't even talk. Today's just a mush mush mouth day. I'm done. That's it.
1: Oh, I've, got a, I've got
0: a chili cooking. So you know, the, the Gunk Pit Studios. We're gonna have a little bit of a dinner after this. So I know I'm starving. I want to make sure. Yeah, I want to make sure everything's ready. I got the interns chopping up all the fixings, so <clears throat> it's going to be delicious. Josh, what do you have cooking?
2: Are you going to make a box macaroni and cheese later <laughs> today?
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. that's fantastic. I just had
1: some Italian food delivered. That's Italian? I was, or That was who was at the door. Is he, <laughs> clean? Is he clean? He was, he was <laughs> definitely brown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jeff. I'm happy yeah. you've uh, joined us on our, our food discussion.
1: Yeah, um, I'm back here.
0: Yeah. yeah congratulations the so the week has been kind of uneventful there was a couple box office things we'll get to uh, this weekend's kind of still the death knell of, of movies we are still on the the precipice if you will or maybe the, the bottom of the mountain we're climbing up it now maybe that's the maybe we'll do it the opposite way we'll climb up, up yeah and um, it'll be uh, be major movie blockbuster time soon enough if everybody uh if that's what we're hoping for i don't even know anymore i'm lost um but the box office numbers i wanted to talk about a little bit last weekend we talked a little bit about how oblivion was coming out and uh what we thought about it james you still plan on catching it this weekend right
3: uh sunday yeah
0: taking pops yeah
3: first b-day
0: the birthday we've got a baby shower in the family, a birthday in the family. Jeff will be visiting the the flyover state this weekend. It's going to be a fantastic time. Maybe we'll, we'll tweet our experience live. You can uh, chime in at, let's see, we have a Gunga pit Twitter. Wait,
2: do you have a Twitter? We don't, we
0: don't have a movie to our Twitter yet. We have a Gunga pit Twitter. The movie hour was taken. So we have to be the real movie hour. We might have to be the real movie hour on Twitter. <laughs> that's
2: a good idea. Like mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, the real <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ghostbusters. Exactly. It's exactly like that. That's like, that's how they, how they roll on Twitter. Um, but, uh, Oblivion came out and everyone was actually kind of shocked. Uh, uh it made, 30, it came out. <laughs> it made 37 million opening weekend was actually, uh, kind of a surprise. And what surprised me reading about it wasn't so much the number, but compared to Tom Cruise's opening weekends, that was the fifth, I would say te- technically, uh, of his, of his, uh, top grossing and a weekend, uh, domestic opening. And I'm curious if you guys can guess the other four. I can guess three of them. The other one, though, I don't know. Top
2: top Gun. Nope. What?
0: Top Gun is number 25. Close.
2: What? (laughs) What?
0: What? The top Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. We're talking opening weekend, so keep that in mind. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Yep.
1: Mission
0: Uh, Impossible
1: 2, Mission Impossible 3.
0: Okay, so you got three of them. What's the other one? What's the. Oh, I
1: thought we were wrapping Mission Impossible Ghost Pro.
0: No, no.
2: Minority Minority. Report.
0: Nope. Minority Report was eight, though. Oh, actually, I I guess it's seven. Number one was Austin Powers, but he was only a uh, cameo in that, so
2: not counting it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, I'm not counting it. So there's, there's another one. That's section number two.
2: Mm.
0: So it's his top opening weekend.
1: Team America. (laughs) Is this number one?
0: Yep. Interesting. Uh, Everybody,
1: everybody, shut up! I know it. I know it. It's Legend. (laughs) Nope. Isn't that Will
2: Smith?
0: Which by the way did do better. I am legend. I am legend. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is it vanilla sky?
0: It is not. You guys are doing poorly. I thought this would be over pretty quick. Oh, I'm kinda of surprised quit. at
2: myself that I can't think of it Vanilla
0: Sky is number ten.
2: If That's I eliminate Austin Powers. How old Jack are we talking?
0: Richard? Uh not that old. Um I'd say I think it's ten years.
2: Dude, I want uh, it to be Rain Man.
0: Jack Reacher. The Last
1: Samurai.
0: Nope. Jack Reacher was nineteen. Last Samurai was twelve. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> nope. You got just stop yelling answers and think. <laughs>
1: just... Yell louder? Did you say yell <laughs> louder? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go between them? Are you crazy?
1: <laughs>
0: hmm. Uh two thousand five. <sighs> Valkyrie. God no. Nope. <laughs> um, Although I didn't I didn't mind that movie. That movie. I didn't either, but there's no way I got in the yeah. top.
2: opening weekends. part of it.
0: Um wow, guys. <laughs> oh, it all came out 8 years ago. Remake. Probably remade like 30 Possible.
2: No. <laughs> nice one.
0: Yeah. Um
2: dude, more hints, I'm more hints. I'm trying
0: a blank. I don't know what the hell's going oh, on. Oh my god. Um let's see. I'm trying to remember Spielberg, any, any lovely Spielberg Spielberg directed it oh War of the Worlds. thank God
2: oh, Jesus dude, that made that much money
0: well <laughs> uh, opening weekend it made 64 million, in, uh, gross, 234
2: million uh, and uh gross two hundred
0: thirty four million
2: and like nine tenths of those people just threw
1: up that they paid ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> I think I was one of those people <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. probably
1: that movie is awful was, what
2: you don't, sure
0: like ti- you don't like you don't like Tim sure Robbins? The-
2: no, I'm sure the book is outstanding. No, I thought Tim Robbins did absolutely a horrible job in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny.
0: It's, uh, it's the truth.
2: Yeah, anyway, it's very
0: shocking that I, I was surprised that 37 million ranked at the, the for some reason I thought Tom Cruise is like top bill can make a million doll- like billion billion dollars. A million dollars, yeah. Cocktail I want, I want, a billion dollars in today's market, and apparently he's just—he's uh, not the biggest draw that I people thought. People
2: know he's Scientologist, dude. <clears throat> they don't people even still like love him,
0: man. People still love him.
2: No, they don't. I mean, probably like middle-aged married
1: chicks love him, but that's it.
0: Let me tell you a story um, that you're not going to like, Josh. I, Is I,
1: it about a middle-aged married chick that loves <laughs> Tom? It's about it's
0: about somebody that we, Josh and I, both held in very high esteem. Um, oh. And
1: John Travolta
0: turned out to be a <laughs> Scientologist in later in life. And it is uh, the main kid from the never ending story. Oh, wait,
2: wait, 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 which i
0: betray you. The kid, the kid that reads the story.
2: Oh, the Sebastian. Or I is don't it's Sebastian. Or it's
0: Sebastian. It's Bastion.
2: Yeah, it is. Bad. I don't care about him that much. He was care. kind of a toolbox in that movie. What?
0: You're fucking crazy. Now, know are you it. serious? Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I'm no. scared. I can't we're see the We're not friends the, anymore. That's there are it. some
2: it's really weird. Yeah, like the kids screaming out the way, wi- like, you can't even tell the difference between <laughs> reality and a book. <laughs> no. And this is the kid we hold in high esteem and we're surprised turns out to What's be a, a, a Scientologist. Scientist? Greg. Yes. You guys are terrible. He's the worst part of that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rock biter is the best part of that movie. Or perhaps the turtle. <laughs> so you have some sort of idea. <laughs> Usman was the best part of that movie.
0: Who's ever heard of a racing snail? Alright.
1: Alright. <laughs> that fucking bat is better than bat. Is. <laughs> the nothing. The nothing. Oh. It's the best supervillain ever.
0: really is. It really is. Um, I'm just happy you guys know what we're talking about now. When Josh and I start ranting stupid quotes in Jurassic Park, you guys can't even follow along. But never ending story, you guys know.
1: He's a fucking bitch.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I, where, where was i we we're talking about box office numbers scientology thank you josh and mm-hmm. uh we're back to this weekend which is kind of a i don't even know where like pain and gain comes out michael bay congratulations i don't know what marky mark's doing i guess he's just earning a paycheck and uh yeah other than that i'm cu- i'm curious about how mud turns out maybe you'll catch it uh i did
2: not uh, heard that, of any of these something. movies that you're that you're talking about right now
1: i don't know, I don't know what <laughs> that's the for the
0: said. best Pain and Gain is the big movie coming out this weekend which is a Michael Bay movie starring Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson and uh Anthony McK- Holy McKee. Holy
1: shit,
2: that's an awesome. That's yeah. going to be awesome.
0: And it's yeah. It's going to be bad. Um so <laughs> anyways, this weekend might be a wash. There there are some other smaller movies, but
2: fuck yeah, Mark, it. Mark, Mark Marky Mark and Dwayne Johnson are going to pull that shit out of the fire.
0: <laughs> Possible.
2: M- Michael Bay's directing it. <laughs> we actually I, I, marky marks my boy man like i gotta back him up no matter you know, like high tide low tide like i like anthony tide comes in tide goes out we can't explain it but i gotta back up my boy yeah apparently ed harris is in this
0: god Whoa. Well, that's crazy i play ed harris there's a lot i'm not saying there aren't a lot of people in this movie i'm saying i'm not gonna how the hell is this movie two hours and ten minutes long i don't even
2: michael don't bay know. directed it like you yes. said <laughs> uh so yeah
0: not much on on that front which brings us to our our movie reviews of the day and <clears throat> i'm usually you know number one uh with movie reviews i'm pretty much like i guess the best adam so i guess you're we'll-
1: like the you're like the <laughs> wayne jetski of uh of
0: movie reviews <laughs> so i'll let uh let's see Jeff, you can go first i'll be anchor
1: all right cool well um I saw a couple of movies. Um, I know Jim saw the same one of the same ones as I saw actually, so I won't talk about that one yet. The but same uh, Baltimore. you can say it. Uh, the name of the movie is This Is Forty. <laughs> um, uh, I also saw a movie called Cosmopolis, um, which is a, based on a book by Don DeLillo, who's an author that I that I greatly adore. Yeah, this movie um, looks bizarre. Yeah. Uh David Cronenberg directs, so that's that's interesting as well. It stars Robert uh Robert Pattinson. Also has Paul Giamatti in it, um and a few other uh, you know, somewhat uh recognizable faces, Jay Burchell, uh, you know, a couple other people. But um it's basically the story of this um like pretty like very young Wall Street um scion, I guess you, you know scion's not the right word. That means like sc- Wall Street like golden boy i guess you could say That's uh, robert
2: pattinson is this guy
1: yeah and most of the movie takes place in his like custom limousine um and it's just a it's a very um it's it's a very like dialogue heavy movie and uh, it, a lot of uh, a lot of thinking i liked it okay i wasn't my favorite thing i ever saw but uh, i like
0: i got a question is yes. somebody constructing like I don't know? Yeah, I'm uh, like, moving yeah. the other room
1: right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell that delivery guy to leave already, because you don't want that person to hang around in your house.
1: Racist says hi.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, did you end up? Why did you end up catching this movie? Because when I saw like previews for it and stuff, I just thought, okay, not, like I knew David Dave Cronenberg's other stuff, and he's kind of a wacko, and I like I didn't like History of Violence that much, and yeah, anyways, I don't know
1: sorry it was hard to hear you race race was shouting please don't get Jeff mad at me so he forces me um
0: because when like it seems like it says red flags to stay
1: the hell away yeah no um the the main reason is because it's a Don DeLillo book it's not a it's not a book that I've read but it's uh it's an author like I said that I that I have a great deal of respect for he's written a couple of my favorite books of the last uh couple decades so okay and overall experience um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. You're, I mean, it's definitely not a, uh, not a, an edge of your seat type movie, but it, it kept me interested. It's, uh, uh, I, I like recommendations, it. Okay.
0: Jeff. If you were to pick somebody off the street and say, yeah. Hey, you should not or watch this movie. What what would you say?
1: I mean, I guess it depends what that male or female off the street looked like. She
0: looks like Olivia Wilde. Looks <laughs> like Bob Hoskins.
1: like Olivia Wilde. Bob Hoskins, yes, Olivia Wilde, though. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I mean it, it was all right. It was it was not like it was it wasn't fantastic, but it was definitely worth the watch. I guess you gonna go uh, read the book now. I I may actually. There there was a yeah, there was quite a bit of. Um, I, I feel like th- there was quite a bit in between the lines that I'm that I'm curious about. <clears throat> all right, James. This is forty.
0: You, Wait, you it up. Let me
2: let me ask Jeff a question.
0: Come on, I'm making old man jokes. Quit interrupting. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. I
1: thought you were switching over to James's review. Oh, that's no, no. great. That's a good idea. Now we can all make our own. This is forty old man. James. Right.
0: That's right. <laughs> um Josh, go ahead ask your question.
1: Uh
2: I was just cuz you said Paul Giamatti's in this movie too, right? Yeah. Is is the difference between him and Robert Pattinson just humongous like cuz Robert Pattinson's shit and Paul Giamatti's awesome <laughs> was it pretty obvious?
1: Um Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was, <laughs> right, that's, that's good. That was a really big delay. You know, I the thing the thing that's tough, the reason it took that long to answer is because they David Cronenberg's all right, but he doesn't do a very good job of like m- making this not a movie that or not a movie that was based on a book, if that makes sense. Like it's it's very clear the entire time that you're watching a movie that's based on a book, and so the dialogue is not movie di- dialogue. It seems like it's more book dialogue, and so. Even when um, Paul Giamatti is doing his thing, it still seems like book dialogue, if I that see. makes sense. like It's it's sort of the author's words coming out of this character's mouth. Understood. So.
0: Well played. Well played. Old man, let's hear your review.
3: All right. Uh, this is Forty, uh, 2012 film. Uh, it's a comedy written and directed by Judd Apatow. a
1: 1972 uh, film. Oh, I wanted to say that joke, too. Okay. <laughs> <Very> nice. <laughs>
3: um <laughs> Because you're but old. The, yes, because I'm old. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a movie that's actually a spin off movie, which I don't really hear of too many these days. In fact, I am struggling to even think of another uh, example. But it's a spin off movie. Cop and a Half. Cop and a Half.
1: Sure. is that a spin off of? <laughs> I, I just want to talk this.
3: <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's uh, two characters from the. Uh, his previous movie uh, knocked up and they're kind of side characters in that movie, but th- here they get the forefront. Um, the basis of the movie is the couple uh, that have two kids. Um, both have turned 40 this year and are kind of dealing with uh, the changes that being 40 brings and i dealing with it. And really there's no big plot or storyline of this movie. It's just the, strangeness of being 40 and how they deal with it. So it's kind of weird in that way. Um, The the two characters played by uh, Paul Rudd and uh, and I'm forgetting her name, Leslie man. Leslie Mann. I wanted to say man, but I knew something. she was a singer and I'm like, wait a second. That's not right. Um, and always, so yeah, <laughs> and you always saw one, a girl and her name's man. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 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 So, and she is married to Judd Apatow. So a little nepotism going on there as, as well. The two daughters are Apatow's kids as well. Uh, the two daughters in the movie,
1: I thought they did very well. The daughters. They
3: did actually, I was, I was impressed with them. Keep it um, but, uh, yeah, um, they did a pretty good job. Um, this movie was kind of weird for me. It, it It kind of mixed a little bit of Judd Apatow's raunchiness that you're used to from his comedies to with some really serious problems that you can come across in a relationship in that stage in your life. And I feel like I had a hard time getting the right tone a lot of the times. And it it was kind of an up and down throughout the whole movie. Like, okay, these two are fighting a lot and I'm starting to lose respect for them. Okay, now I'm rooting for them to, you know um get back together, you know to you know mend their fights and stuff like that and then all of a sudden they're talking about like raunchy funny stuff like in the next scene and it was really hard to like for me to get a bead and like really get sucked into this movie and i don't know if you had the same problem jeff as i did with that
1: um you know i uh watching this i i enjoyed it race and i watched it together uh and um you know i i enjoyed it quite a bit i i I feel like it didn't follow, like, a, a very typical plot arc. Um, yeah, not like, at all. It didn't seem there, like was there was like There uh, you wasn't, know, like, a consistent, like, mm. this is the thing that we're fighting against right, or anything right. like that. But, um, you know, I, 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 I feel like it was – I mean, I haven't <laughs> been married very long, so, you know, we don't hate each other yet or anything right. like that or have kids. But, like, you know, I, I kind of – I think it sort of, like, encompassed, like – I, I don't know like the the day to day. I I thought it was pretty good. I kind of I, I liked it. I th- I thought it was good. I definitely enjoyed it. It was just weird like it's not
3: it wasn't your typical Apatow movie for me. It wasn't Right. It wasn't hilarious, like
1: knocked up or yeah. yeah it, it, it
3: was did. amusing to me more than it was like laugh out loud funny. So, but yeah, uh, the, the Apatow
1: part seemed more like uh vignettes like the um Yeah. yeah. the the Charlene Yee um what I can't remember her character's name, but she's the uh she she's Jody Jody, thank you. Yeah. She she was pretty excellent. Like uh Megan Fox was um extremely attractive. Yeah, and
3: I'm actually like becoming a huge Chris O'Dowd fan. Yeah, Chris O'Dowd was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I need to watch more stuff with him in it. But uh yeah, I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, like I said, I had a hard time like like there were times where they were just being pissy at each other the entire time and I just wasn't rooting for them anymore, so there is, was there that for me. But uh, overall, it was still amusing and and fun.
2: How was uh? Because Rudd's pretty much my man crush. Like if I was gonna oh, go, well, awesome. if Mine I was too. gonna go exactly. gay, I'd <laughs> probably, probably be for Paul Rudd. He was pretty good.
3: Yes, he's he's good in this film.
2: <laughs> also, Leslie Mann's attractive too. I don't know if you've seen her before, but
3: uh, I have. <laughs> yes. yes. Not sure if you've noticed her before.
2: Pretty um... much the the. No, never mind. Doesn't matter. So no one, cares, no one cares about that.
0: Getting to the Judd Apatow thing, um, I uh, I know he hasn't directed that many things. He produces a, a produces a shitload and writes a shitload, but but I'm curious, like what's your take? I know you have liked Judd Apatow in the beginning. You think his uh, influence is waning or his skills waning at all? Or it's just getting an old shtick? Or what's your feeling now after seeing this movie?
3: You're just talking about like him as a genre, almost. Yes, right. Like Judd oh, Apatow, has he lost it? i don't think so I, I i mean there are flashes of of good comedy in here that make it an enjoyable film and i think in this example at least for me uh, when he's it in the more serious stuff it dilutes it a little bit but i think that was what he was intending to do so i think as far as you know the apatow comedy i think that's still going and i think like i like there was a part where uh Jason Siegel, he's a personal trainer of Leslie Mann and they're they've got this third person with them that's also training. And there's this whole bit about how she has a complete Numb vagina. I can't feel anything, and they do a little riff on that, which was pretty amusing. And it's, I mean, stuff like that is still <laughs> pre- pretty humorous and thrown in, and like I still enjoy that stuff. So I, I don't think he's lost his. Numb vaginas
2: are no laughing matter,
1: Jim. Yeah, yeah. Looking at his writing career, I'm, I'm, I'm more impressed with his writing career and like more, uh, I guess you could say, optimistic about it. His directing career, this is 40, was good. Funny People, I, I was not impressed with. Uh, yeah, Knocked Up so. was good. I, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. He's gonna let a lot to offer i think mm, you know so not only not only
0: thing. for jim first you recommend this for the general person but also the judd apatow
3: fan uh yes i still think it's enjoyable enough because... same point. agree agree 100%. yeah
0: very cool very cool
3: um well,
0: I was going to actually go second, Jim, but you I, I completely forgot, so I got to be the anchor. I thought you said you were going to anchor it. Yeah, I know. I know. I did, but so I was—I was going to be the Jim. joke. I was going to jump and be like, yeah, actually, since I'm the best, I'm going to take the middle now. I can just do whatever I want, but I'll just do the When last.
1: is the best to ever go in the middle?
0: When he just wants just, to. We can do whatever. It's like a left.
1: hamburger. And <laughs> <In> an Oreo <laughs> cookie.
2: And yeah. a, a sandwich. In pretty much every mixture of everything. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, aside from food, I'm talking
1: about people. <laughs> like, people. You know.
0: By the way, I'm actually... Uh, yeah, so I got a report from Intern on spinoff movies, and Jim, you forgot about quite a few. Uh, by the way, Caravan of Courage or uh, the Battle for Endor would have been... Don't
3: count because they weren't theatrical really, huh? Uh
0: You can count out any of the X-Men origin movies. You can count... Well, eh. let's let's eh. let forget US Marshals anybody. Uh, that, that, oh, damn.
2: Count. That's a spin <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah, that'll that's a spin off. I'll count that one.
1: Okay. I would count the caravan of courage. I'm not counting the X Men one. Like that, that's all <laughs> that's all just drawing from,
0: from the pool. There are there are uh some other ones here that are not aren't worth mentioning the ewok ones obviously are worth mentioning but no no as i have love totally disqualified <laughs> as i have love for them so well for brimley immediately dis- <laughs> <laughs> i <disqualifies> would, it. <laughs> <laughs> i'd considered uh catching oblivion but i knew jim was going to watch it this weekend and i didn't want to you know uh poach jim's prey so That's i uh
3: I left stepping aside for me. I it untouched.
0: And I decided a good follow up to my last week's uh, Sinecti New York review would be Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Whoa, really? I ended up catching it. Which. I need to see that movie again. Which, uh, Sinecti New York, written and directed by Charlie Kaufman. This movie's just written uh, by Charlie Kaufman based on a book by uh, Chuck Barris, who is. Possibly a megalomaniac, not completely sure, but um, Clooney directs this one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. George Clooney, and this is his first, this is a directorial debut, um, and he's done some good. Like I haven't seen a lot of the Clooney movies, but Good Night and Good Luck was yeah, pretty excellent. Yeah. Like he's done. It was good. He's he's done pretty well, and I actually looked into uh, a little bit of the backstory of this. Apparently, Charlie Kaufman enjoyed. Like this movie had tons of production problems in terms of getting started. And uh, Kaufman and Clooney, by the time it was over, um, George Clooney being the director of it, Kaufman wasn't exactly happy with uh, the way it was portrayed, but apparently there was, in, in like quotes, no animosity between us, but not happy. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, apparently this hasn't been reviewed yet. Jeff, you have seen this before. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I saw
1: it a yeah, long time right. ago.
0: It's a 2002 movie, so it's pretty old, but for any Charlie Kaufman fans out there, this might be of interest to you, or maybe George Clooney, direct Hill debut fans. Um, the movie... <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, is pretty much a adaptation of the book that Chuck Barris wrote. And it's about, it's pretty much a autobiography that he wrote. And there are a lot of questions of how factual it is. Um, odds are it's not very, but that's kind of something they just took and ran with. Um, the story follows Chuck Barris when he's, um, it's kind of a, uh, in the beginning we get to see a uh, kind of meet Chuck Barris in the middle of his life and then we get to backtrack and then leap forward a couple times it's uh, It's all over the place in terms of uh, chronological but um, there you get Sam Rockwell plays Chuck Barris and after when I was watching this I'm like, okay, this is why Sam Rockwell got immediately signed up for choke because it's kind of the beginnings kind of gives the same character a feel Sam Rockwell in the beginning of his life is uh <clears throat> very obsessed with girls and can't get them to like him at all and decides he wants to be famous. And he goes to gets into TV and turns into a, after a lot of hard work and misfortune, whatever ends up uh, getting into a TV producer line and creates the dating game. Uh, there are a lot of things in between that, but in general, in general, <clears throat> wait, um, the dating game or the newlywed game, the newlyweds after the dating okay. game. All right. Uh, the game is the first I apologize. one. apologize. Yeah. no, it's fine. Um, okay. And so he creates this game that, or this show, and he's just obsessed with uh, um, game shows in general. And he decides to make the dating game. People don't end up buying it. And there ends up being, like, where we end up just meeting this guy who seems pretty pretty full of himself, doesn't know how to treat women, has a lot of just, like, sleeping around issues. He meets Drew Barrymore, Penny, who he seems to have some kind of infatuation with. Um, and we just get the idea that he's kind of just messed up a little bit in the head. And when his dating game movie or dating game show ends up uh, making, he ends up making a pilot for it. It gets turned down. He gets kind of turned to the dumps and he meets George Clooney's character. Um, And I forget the exact name of it, but he's supposed to be this sort of like secret government agency guy who wants to pick Sam Rockwell up Chuck Barris as a uh, agent for uh his doing pretty much and it ends up turning him into a uh pretty much an assassin uh very very weird but uh nothing out of the ordinary for uh a charlie kaufman movie and it seems to be and of course it's based on a you know the book that chuck barris wrote about himself so who knows how true any of this is anyhow so we now have a weird kind of just not a romantic comedy but like a dramatic. Sam Rockwell clashing as Bre- Bre- Drew Car- Barrymore I said Drew Carey, Drew Barrymore's character. And <laughs> now we are thrown into a situation where Sam Rockwell is now not only dealing with his relationship problems, it is sort of going into other countries and killing people. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of intense. And kind of gross point blankish in a way. So <clears throat> you end up having this I don't know, it's it's really weird, but you end up having this very intense relationship and I think this is now, you know, thinking more of the Charlie Kaufman screenplays and what he's done and directed and written originally, um, he does a great job of creating a love story in the weirdest of places. Like he does, like in Synecdoche, New York, I didn't think that there was that much of a relationship like in the first 30 minutes of the film, but I was like overwhelmed by it by the end. Like it was just awesome. And he has done it over and over again. And I think in this movie, by the end of it, you feel... That Sam Rockwell and Drew Barrymore, you know, like okay, like Sam Rockwell needs to make the right decisions. Let's see what happens. And Sam Rockwell, as a secret agent, ends up trying to get out of the business at some point. But of course, there's a, a subplot of a mole coming out and killing people. And it's it's worth a watch for sure. Uh, it's it's not my favorite Charlie Kaufman movie, but it's definitely good. And for anybody that's a fan of him, definitely watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and anybody else that's looking for. Uh, just an interesting movie. It, it's not bad, but I definitely wouldn't watch it uh, drunk, which is you know my drunk meter. Like this is zero beers. Is if you want to watch this movie, zero beers, and uh, think about what's what's happening on screen. The George Clooney debu- directorial debut thing. I didn't have any problem with anything specific other than um, at the end they're doing a. There's a shot where pretty much uh, <clears throat> Chuck Barris, Sam Rockwell's characters. Uh, Pissed off Penny because he was sleeping around with some other girl, and goes up and tries to like make up with her. And they're like laying in bed together, and they do a shot where they have Sam Sam Rockwell's face and Drew Barrymore's talking and kind of like pouring her heart out. And they're showing Sam Rockwell, which I can understand why you'd want to do that, but I think it completely missed. Like it, I was just like, okay, this is really weird. I kind of want to see what Drew Barrymore looks like right now, and it's uh. Yeah, I guess that's uh, something he decided. The cool thing that he did do is since this movie sort of spans from like the 50s to the 90s or maybe like it was the early 80s, uh, they shoot in a lot of different ways. Like they show some parts in a little bit of like Technicolor feel and stuff like that. Uh, That was cool to see. And I'm happy George Clooney's, uh, you know, has a brain on him. And last thing, Michael Cera's in this movie as the creepy uh, Sam Rockwell at like age eight and ten. So I thought that was funny and. Other than that, I think uh, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, there's the other couple of things. Maggie Gyllenhaal shows up in it very early, just for a oh, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Julia Roberts is in it, Josh. If that uh, that turns you uh... on. <laughs> hey, come on, Rucker Howard.
2: Oh, yes. Tinker- if you don't... she plays Tinkerbell, that's hot. You don't but find
1: power sexy, that. Josh? You don't find power sexy?
2: Wait. Wait. What do you mean power?
1: <laughs> I think I think Josh's problem is he doesn't find women that look like horses sexy.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Um. Yeah. Anyways,
2: Jeff's right.
0: <laughs> not a bad movie. Uh, I actually, I must admit, from what I had heard about this movie, like I feel like the the ad. I know this was a 2002 movie, so this sounds weird coming out of coming out now. But I had a completely different idea of what this movie was before I saw it. Like the posters don't give it any just don't do it any justice. Like this this movie was not represented well in. Whatever commercials, advertising, through it they threw out because I did not expect this movie when I when I ended up catching it. Uh, I thought it was gonna be way more like it did have the relationship part to it, and I thought it was gonna be a more like just fucked up, bizarre guy, which it was. But I did not expect the whole assassin stuff, which makes it kind of unbelievable. But you know, what, what, you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, people? So that's my review. Hopefully, you guys you know, might
1: might watch it. Jeff, you've seen I think, it. I think Jim? I'm gonna go out and see it. I think I might try and see it again. I, I yeah. really remember enjoying it. It was good.
0: James, have you have you seen any Charlie Kaufman movies? Have you seen uh, Eternal Sunshine? Yep. Okay. Okay. Being John
1: Malkovich.
0: Yeah. Yep. Adaptation. Yep. Wow, you're on top of it. Are you? So Charlie... You've
1: seen as many as Greg a month ago. Are you a yeah. Charlie Kaufman yeah. fan? Would you say you're? A... Um, kind
3: of. Yeah, I'm not as gung ho about them as you guys are. Like, adaptation really didn't do a whole lot for me.
2: I thought uh, that one was okay too. I wasn't that crazy about. Malkovich, I liked,
3: <laughs> but you guys love Malkovich. <laughs> hey,
1: do you man. remember when I brought that over to your house and it was all fucked up? Like, everybody's like, "Why the fuck are we watching this?" <laughs> it was no
3: Tokyo <laughs> Gore Police, but it was pretty good.
0: Well, no, but it's it was good, it was dude. several
1: years before that. too. Yeah. it was like high school.
3: Yeah, my favorite by far is Eternal Sunshine. It's
1: pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's a good one.
3: <clears throat> so. Charlie Coffin put to rest. Well done.
0: How
1: about how Michelle Gondry hasn't done shit? It's been worth shit. Since then? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Fucking Michelle Gondry. You uh, so are Josh, piss water. Josh, have you
0: caught any movies? Anything awesome?
1: Uh, uh, I just watched well, awesome
0: stuff.
2: Just anything awesome?
0: Anything awesome? Did you watch the Game of Thrones, the new Game of Thrones TV show or no? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. What do, what do you think thus far? Season season three wrap up. What do, what would you say? God.
1: I take it back. Beacon Henry wines so okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's good so far. There have been some pretty big events happen. I totally. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah. I totally, totally saw the uh, end of this previous uh, fourth episode yeah. coming like, yeah. two episodes ago. But it still <laughs> didn't make it any less badass. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, it was pretty well, sweet yeah, book. And by the way, uh, again, I'll reinstate James. You should probably pick up the next book because things are yeah. interesting a little
3: fast. That one storyline is just totally new to me. So,
0: uh, so anyways, uh, that's the wrap of the show. It's a quick one. Good thing because the chili cookout is gonna happen. So,
2: wait, there's a. Cu- I thought it was just. No, you're it's cookout. A cookout. Like
0: you're West we... Coast, so I don't know if you're gonna get any chili unless you hurry up. But
2: it's... who's coming into this cookout?
0: Dude, it's pretty much. It's gonna be us. A lot of our VIPs, and then some of the some of the interns. Like we don't want to give too many interns that like. The no, you can't
3: them. give too many. Of them right? Not. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But enough to give the rest of them hope.
1: Right? Can right. I give you a piece it's, of advice? It's <laughs> uh... Don't eat Joaquin Phoenix's chili no matter how many times he says it's good. Just <laughs> stay away. Our it's relationship
0: of- with the interns is pretty much a Hunger Games relationship. Like, we, <laughs> we have a chance to-, to rise, but only one.
2: You throw, like, a, a 12 ounce T bone down in the middle of a room and just let <laughs> him go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> then we break a pool cue and throw that in
1: there too. Yeah. For- <laughs> that's how we make it interesting.
0: So it's been a it's been a, a long week. Next week uh, will be uh, a lot more fun. We'll have a Oblivion review and we'll have uh, J- or Jeff, you said you're gonna
1: go catch a uh, Tribeca
0: movie tomorrow. Or something? Yeah,
1: and, uh, uh tomorrow. Yeah, I'm cool. going to be going to seeing a movie called uh, Mobius. I believe it's a French spy movie. So. It? I'm pretty sure
0: Mud's gonna be playing there at some point. I don't know when. You should sneak in to get that too. I'll well, die. Make an effort. We'll see uh so anyways james jeff thank you so much for your input once again for the movie hour
3: yeah thanks for stopping by everybody hope you guys enjoyed it
0: drive safe ladies and gentlemen josh thanks buddy i'm sorry you're not gonna get chilly maybe i'll maybe i'll ship it out for you
2: yeah that's about enough of that shit
0: (laughs) thank you everyone for listening we always appreciate it thank you all for the input the ben kingsley zizu movie hour catch you next time Ladies and gentlemen, it is 9pm. Everybody take your seats. I'm starting to realize we're getting back into the season where it's just too goddamn hot to shut the window. Is this the podcast now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was like something in New York started. We got up to 69, I think. Alright, assholes. Let me start this out right by welcoming our beautiful listeners to tonight's event, the Ben Kingsley Zizou Movie Hub. Greg Maloney is my name and hip hop.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fact that you even tried that!
0: <laughs> oh no, dude, you, I didn't even get to the punchline, I couldn't finish
1: it because I couldn't say hip hop. Oh, it Was the punchline, is my game?
0: No, it was actually, is my By the way,
1: f-. you owe yourself a cunt punch. No, it, <laughs> God, that's not what it's gonna be.